Love Talk Radio. Praise God and welcome to Live Living in the Radio. We have Evangelist Janet Taylor here tonight, and she's going to be bringing the word of God to us. The time for Christians to be rebellious and doing what you want to do is over a warning. God is tired of your foolishness. Without further ado, for one hour and 59 minutes, Evangelist Janice Taylor. Well, praise the Lord, church. This is uh, your host tonight, your hostess, Evangelist Janet Taylor, coming to you live from Walls of Fire Deliverance Ministry International. You know you can find us on the web at www.wallsoffiredeliveranceminn.com. If you want to call us, give us a call at 336-830-0601. If you care to reach out and touch us, email us at jet245 at msn.com. And we will be so happy to hear from you. And um, we are so delighted tonight to tell you about something that we are doing uh, it's prayer time. In case you don't know it, the hour is late. The old folks used to say, and the sun is going down. It's prayer time. And so we want to invite you to the sweet hour prayer, prayer line, Monday through Saturday at 12 noon, and on Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We get on this prayer line, and we pray for our nation. We pray for uh, the needs of other Christians and other people, and we pray for one another. But what we are doing is praying. That is the hour we are living in. So I want to invite you <coughs> to come on this prayer line. Uh, the number is 425-436-6333. We pray for one hour. That's 425-436-6333. Our access code is 716-5050. Glory be to God in the highest. And um, we are so excited about tonight's message. Um, I, I, I just, I, I tell you, I was just blown away how God downloaded <coughs> this message to me. So we're just going to get right into it. And um, I've already prayed. And so we're just going to uh, let God have his way tonight um, on this broadcast. So glad you are here. And if you want to call somebody and tell them to tune in, feel free to do that. The more, the merrier. But we are going to go to the word of God um, tonight, starting in Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 1. And we'll start at the third verse and go until the Holy Spirit says stop. It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who have blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according as he have chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved in whom we have redemption through the blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Glory be to God. Our message tonight is accepted in the beloved. Our subtopic is I'm adopted. Glory be to God. Now, usually, when we talk about uh, the word adoption, usually people don't like that word. Um, it's a legal word, and people um, kind of, uh, uh, there's a stigma 
associated with that. So I'm going to read to you the definition of adopted. Uh, here we have it coming right now. All right. So the definition of adoption, it means to legally take another child and bring it up as one's own, to take up, to follow, or to use. So when someone is adopted, they have been taken as someone else's. They have taken uh, another person's child and they are raising it as their own. Adoption is a process whereby a person assumes the parenting or parental rights of another, usually it's a child, from that person's biological or legal parent. Legal adoption permanently transfers all rights and responsibilities with filiation from the biological parents to the adopted parents. So people um, who have been adopted, they usually struggle. They usually struggle with knowing that they've been adopted. Um, people tend to um, uh, see that as a negative thing. It, it comes across as if nobody wanted me or nobody loves me, but it is just the opposite. You see how the enemy will um, try to uh, play on the minds of people. It's really just the opposite. The fact that you are adopted. Okay, Jan Taylor, we're back in. We got knocked off. Go ahead. Okay. So as I was explaining, I was explaining the meaning of adoption. Uh, adoption means to legally take someone's child and raise it up as your own, to be legally made the son or daughter of someone other than their biological parent. Adoption is a process whereby a person assumes the parenting of another, usually a child, from that person's biological or legal parent. Legal adoptions are binding. They are permanently uh, binding, and they transfer all rights and responsibilities along with filiation from the biological parents to the adoptive parents. And um, to, it means to, to adopt means to take in to one's own family by legal process and uh, raise as one's own child. So when someone uh, finds out, usually when a child finds out that he or she is adopted, they become, uh, you know, they, they start feeling rejected. But that is a lie from the pit because the individual who was was adopted is left to think that nobody wanted them and that nobody loved them. But the truth is, is that somebody did love them and wanted them, and that is why they were adopted. So... There are countless people in the world today who are struggling with rejection because they were adopted. And rejection is the act of refusing to accept, use, or believe someone or something. When we reject the word of God, we refuse to believe that it's either God's word or we refuse to believe that God is. To be rejected is to be excluded or unaccepted. People are rejected by others for many different reasons. And uh, I want to talk a little bit about that. Um People reject people because of the way 
they look, the color of their skin. People reject people um, because of their height, where they live, their uh, financial status, um, their educational status. People reject people um, because they don't, you know, belong to a certain group. So people reject people for many different reasons, but the result is always the same, hurt and pain. So, you know, if you are rejecting someone based on your prejudices, know that you are hurting um, that individual and causing them pain. And if you have been rejected, uh, by someone, they they have caused you hurt and pain. And I often say that hurting people hurt people. Now, um, Leah, if we look at the Bible in Genesis 29, it says that Leah was rejected. Uh, Let's look at Genesis. Genesis 29, and uh, we're going to see what the Lord uh, reveals to us from this. Glory be to God. Genesis 29, verses 31 through 35. And when the Lord saw that Leah was hated, he opened her womb, but Rachel was barren. And Leah conceived and bare a son, for she said, Surely the Lord have looked upon my affliction now, therefore my husband will love me. And she conceived again and bare a son, and said, Because the Lord hath heard that I was hated, he hath therefore given me this son also. And she called his name Simeon. And she conceived again and bare a son and said, Now this time my husband will be joined unto me because I have borne him three sons. Therefore was his name called Levi. And she conceived again and bare a son. And she said, Now I will praise the Lord. Therefore she called his name Judah and left off bearing. Now, Rachel was beautiful and and um uh Jacob loved her because she was so beautiful. But her father, who had promised her in marriage to Jacob, he worked for her after he worked for her for seven years, her father uh did some trickery. And instead of giving um, Jacob Rachel, he gave him Leah, and Jacob did not know it. So he went in to her the night of their marriage, and, of course, you know, they had all the the, the uh, veils and things on the woman. So when he went in to her, he thought, he was in he he was with Rachel, and when he woke up the next morning and saw that it was Leah, he not only was he disappointed but um he was a little bit angry because he had been deceived and so the father came up with this excuse, Laban, that it wasn't proper for him to give the younger daughter in marriage first that the oldest daughter had to be married first. I don't think there was no such rule, but anyway, he made that up. And so Jacob loved Rachel so much, he worked seven more years for her. And then he finally, um, he was given his wife. And so um, the, the, the moral here is that Rachel was loved. She was adored. She was desired. She was wanted. But Leah was not. 
uh, Leah did not, she was not beautiful. She was plain, and um, he did not want her. And so Leah had to live with the fact that, yes, my father tricked him into marrying me, but it's not me that he wants. It's my sister. And so Leah had to deal with rejection. And verse 31 says, and when the Lord saw that Leah was hated, uh, Jacob didn't hate her, but he rejected her. And um, she was unloved. And so the Lord blessed her womb. He blessed Leah's womb. And Leah conceived and had four sons um, for, um, for Jacob. And here, the love of his life is Rachel, but yet Rachel is barren. So, you know, Leah was rejected, but Rachel was loved. Jacob was loved. When we look at Jacob and Esau, Jacob was loved and Esau was hated. And um, so we can find that. And let's look at Romans 9 and 13. Romans 9 and 13, and this is what it says. It says, as it is written, Jacob have I loved, but Esau have I hated. And we can find that again in Malachi, um, Malachi chapter 2 and verse um, chapter 1 and verses 2 and 3. So I want to go there and look at this. Glory be to God. Malachi chapter 1, verses 2 and 3. I have loved you, saith the Lord, yet ye say, wherein hast thou loved us? Was not Esau Jacob's brother, saith the Lord? Yet I loved Jacob, and I hated Esau and laid his mountains and his heritage waste for the dragons of the wilderness. So we can see um, the effect of what it means to love one and hate the other. And many people in the body of Christ are dealing with that. They're dealing with sibling rivalry. I believe, and I have no... um, proof of this, but I believe that when the prodigal son um, returned home, that his brother was jealous. He was jealous that his father welcomed him back home with such open arms and that his father threw a party for him and that his father uh, celebrated the return of his son. But I believe he was jealous of him all along. The prodigal son was the wayward one, but I believe that the elder brother was jealous of his brother all along, and it may have even contributed to why that young man left home. But nevertheless, we do know from the scripture that he was jealous of him. Now, if you are rejected, rejected is the opposite of being accepted. It is the act of refusing to accept, use, or believe. It is to be uh, uh, excluded or unaccepted. That's what it means to be rejected. I remember when I was in high school, um, there was a group of girls um, from a certain community, and they had a little club. And um, I I didn't ask to be in their club, but I knew that I didn't live on the right side of town. So I knew that I, you know, could not be in that club. And um, it was, it, they knew that I knew and I knew. So even though I went to school with these girls and was in different classes with them, and uh, for the most part, had uh, a pretty good relationship with them. 
They didn't let me in their club. They didn't ask me, do you want to be one of our club members? I remember being chosen uh, in sports always last to be on somebody's team. Nobody, uh, I, I, who I was, was, what was left. And so I felt this rejection all my life. I felt it, um, the abandonment from the death of my mother, and then I grew up being rejected. My, my sister, uh, she was beautiful, but I was not. And so I always felt, um, I walked in her shadow, and I always felt unloved and, unreje- and unaccepted. My aunt raised me, and she preferred her own children over us. And so I grew up feeling rejected. Now, as I said, no matter what type of rejection you are dealing with or, or who is rejecting you, it always causes hurt and pain. So let's look at Abel. Abel and Cain were brothers, and they both um, were the sons of, of Adam and Eve. And both of them offered um, an, an offering unto God. But Cain's was rejected, and Abel's was, was accepted. Now, Cain's was rejected because of the condition of his heart. He did not bring God the first fruits of his offering. He brought God, he, he, he brought God uh, something less than the best. And um, so it caused a sibling robbery between the two of them, and Cain rose up against his brother and slew him because he was mad that God had accepted Abel's offering. We see with Rachel and Leah that sister rivalry. Uh, Rachel was beautiful, but Leah was plain. Uh, the Bible says she was moon-eyed. So um, we see in Genesis chapter 25, let's go there, because I'm, I'm laying the foundation of that's, that's my whole point, is to lay the foundation. Genesis 25 um, and verse number 28, and this is what it says. It says, and Isaac loved Esau because he did eat of his venison, but Rebekah loved Jacob. Now, I want to show you something. It said, Isaac loved Esau because. And then it goes on to say, <clears throat> but Rebecca loved Jacob. So Isaac loved his son Esau because his love was based on uh, Esau's performance. In other words, Esau uh, uh, was a hunter, and he, he, his father liked his savory meat that he cooked for him. But Rebecca, she simply loved uh, Jacob. You better be careful when somebody loves you because. You better be careful because if there's a because that they love you because, all that has to happen is you take away their reason for loving you, and there goes the love out the window. Be careful when somebody says, I love you because. Glory be to God. Rebecca simply loved Jacob. She didn't have a because. She just loved him. But Isaac, he had a because. He loved Esau because of something. Glory be to God. You see, often... When people are rejected, they have an unmet need of love. So they look for a substitute such as drugs, alcohol, sex, or something else to replace that unmet need. Rejection is common with orphans. 
turn with me to Esther chapter 2. Glory be to God. Esther chapter 2. And we're going to look at verse 7. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. And it says, I'm going to start at the uh, fifth verse. It says, now in Shushan Palace, there was a certain Jew whose name was Mordecai, the son of Jair, the son of Shimei, the son of Kish of Benjamin, who had been carried away from Jerusalem with the captivity, which had been carried away with Jeconiah, king of Judah, whom Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, had carried away. And he brought up Hadassah, that is Esther, for she had his uncle's daughter, for she had neither father nor mother, and the maid was fair and beautiful, whom Mordecai, when her father and mother were dead, took for his own daughter. See, this is a picture of adoption to legally take someone's child and raise it up as your own. Notice the word here is legally. The operative word is legally. You don't just take someone else's child and raise it on your own. You've got to go through the court and be declared the parent of this child. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. I'm going somewhere, so stay with me. Glory be to God. So God, he loves orphans. Glory be to God. Esther had a cousin who was old enough to be her uncle, and when her parents died, he raised her. He took her and raised her up as his own daughter, and his name was Mordecai. Glory be to God. For all the orphaned women, because some people are not orphaned naturally. Some people have an orphan spirit, and you need a Mordecai in your life. Glory be to God. I thank God for the Mordecai that I had. God blessed me twice in this area. My very first pastor was like a dad unto me, and then uh, my my spiritual dad was Pastor Leighton David Smith, and he raised me up in the gospel as his very own daughter. And I thank God. He's gone on to be with the Lord, but I thank God for how this man of God poured into me spiritually, financially, and he just, he just, he just helped me to grow. Even on his dying bed, he prayed for me. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. See, God loves orphans. Let's look at Psalm 27 and 10. And God adopts off orphans. Hallelujah. So Esther, she was an orphan, but there was a Mordecai who took her to be his very own daughter. So Psalm 27 and 10 says, when my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. Glory be to God in the highest. Now, the word of the Lord tells us in 1 John chapter 1 and, um, not 1 John, in John chapter 1 and verse 12, but as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. That's adoption. Glory be to God. Ephesians 1 and 3 through 7, I want to go there again because I want you to remember what it means. You are special because you have been adopted. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And this is what it says, having predestinated us unto the adoption of children 
by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he have made us accepted in the beloved. You see, I was rejected, but now I am accepted in the beloved. I was an orphan, but now I am a legal heir and a joint heir. I have been made a daughter of God and a joint heir with Christ Jesus. So everything that my father owned, I now have access to it. I have a legal right to it. Glory be to God in the highest. And so many of us are walking around and don't know who we are. We have that orphan spirit. It's a spirit of rejection on you. Glory be to God. And we want to deal with that tonight. Glory be to God. You see, often people who are rejected, they have this unmet need. And um, rejection is common with orphans. But God loves orphans. Glory be to God. He said in his word, when my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. You see, I was an orphan. Both my mother and father were dead before I was eight years old. But the Lord took me up, glory be to God, in the highest. And we see that Esther was an orphan. But Mordecai, he took her to be his own daughter. You see, God adopts orphans. Glory be to God in the highest. He adopted us through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. First John 3 and 1 says, Behold, what manner of love the Father have bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Someone like you, someone like me, that we should be called sons of God. I know that I was an orphan, but I also know that I was deep, glory be to God in the highest, but I have been adopted. So adoption is not a negative thing. Adoption is really a good thing. Somebody loved me enough to adopt me, glory be to God in the highest, and I am so thankful that I have been adopted by my father God and made a daughter, a daughter of the most high king through the shed blood of Jesus. Let's look at what Galatians says. To redeem them that were under the law that we might receive the adoption of sons. I, I, I want to turn there. Uh, Galatians 4 and verses 5 through 7. Let me let me um, turn there now. Galatians 4 and verses 5 through 7. And this is what it says. But when the fullness of time was come, son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. And because ye are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your heart, crying, Abba, Father, wherefore thou art no more a servant, but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. Glory be to God. I am adopted. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you. I thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. You see, adoption is the legal right of sonship with inheritance rights. Glory be to God. It is the act of taking one's child and raising it up as your own. The reception of a believer into the body of Christ. You are now in the family of God. Adoption means accepted. 
acceptance. And to be accepted is the exact opposite of being rejected. You see, the enemy wants you to think that you are rejected. No, you are accepted in the beloved. Glory be to God. Uh, the Hebrew word for adoption is um, to be made strong. Glory be to God. Or to make strong. All Gentiles who believe in Jesus Christ as, as their Lord and Savior have been adopted into the family of God by faith. And through the redemptive work Jesus Christ did on the cross, and because of our faith in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, we have been adopted into the family of God. I don't know about you, but that is good news. So I'm no longer rejected. I am now accepted in the beloved. You see, man may reject you. Man may call you an outcast. Man may shun you or push you aside. But God will never do that. If you come to him in faith, hallelujah, he will receive you as a son or daughter of God into the family of God. Hallelujah. Romans 8 and 15, glory be to God. Let's look at that. Romans 8 and 15 says, hallelujah. For we have, let me read the 14th verse. He says, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba. The spirit itself bear witness with our spirit, that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with him, we may also be glorified together. Glory. What an inheritance. Hallelujah. Everything that my father owns, I am an heir. Thank you, Jesus. Glory be to God and a joint heir with Christ Jesus. You know, when I was a little girl, I never had a brother. Glory be to God. But now I got a, I've been adopted and I got a big brother. Hallelujah. And so I want you to know you can't mess with me because I'll get my big brother on you. Glory be to God. I'll put my big brother on you. Hallelujah. Glory be to God in the highest. And we give God praise tonight. Because we are adopted. We are not rejected, but we are accepted in the beloved. True, hallelujah, the shed blood of Jesus Christ, hallelujah, who suffered, bled, and died, hallelujah, that we might have a right to the tree of life. So somebody, I'm talking to you tonight. You've been feeling sorry for yourself. Because you were rejected. You've been feeling sorry for yourself. Because you were an orphan. You've been feeling sorry for yourself. Because, hallelujah, you felt like nobody wanted you. And you listened to the devil's lies. And you've been sitting up having a pity party. Some of you have been having a pity party for your whole life, glory be to God. But I hear the Lord say, dry up those tears. If you are born again, hallelujah, the devil is a liar. You are no longer rejected, but you are accepted in the beloved. Hallelujah. If you've been washed in the blood of the Lamb, glory be to God. Oh, God, hallelujah. You see, 2 Corinthians 5 and 21 says, Hallelujah, for he hath made him to be sin for us, 
who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Glory be to God in the highest. You are not an outcast. Oh, yeah. Jeremiah 30 and verse 17 says, For they called thee an outcast. Glory be to God in the highest. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. But he said, Hallelujah. I will restore help unto thee, and I will heal thee of thy wounds, saith the Lord, because they called thee an outcast, saying, This is Zion whom no man seeketh after. I stopped by here tonight to encourage somebody to dry up your tears, gird up your loins, and get up. Glory be to God in the highest, and stop your weeping, and stop your moaning and your groaning. Glory be to God in the highest. If you are born again, you are not an orphan, and you are no longer rejected, but you are accepted in the beloved. You are now in the family of God. You belong, hallelujah. Glory be to God in the highest. I know I'm talking to somebody tonight because I once felt the same way. I felt that nobody loved me. My mama was gone and my daddy was gone and I felt like nobody loved me. I felt rejected all my life. I wasn't pretty enough. I wasn't good enough. I didn't have a pretty shape. I didn't have long hair. I wasn't light-skinned. I didn't hide it a most shut And the enemy began to chip away at me, at my self-esteem. Good God Almighty, glory be to God. And I stayed, hallelujah, depressed. Hallelujah, glory be to God and oppressed. Hallelujah, until the day I met Jesus Christ. You see, I used drugs and alcohol. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, trying to compensate for my unmet need. Hallelujah, I use sex trying to compensate for my unmet need. I thought if I could just find a way to make people like me, I would be accepted. Hallelujah. But no matter what I did, they did not accept me. They still rejected me. Even when I was in the world, they rejected me. I was never one of them. I did what they did. I went where they went, but they never accepted me. I did not find accepted until I met Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. Glory be to God. He forgave me of my sins, and he began to deliver me and cleanse me from all unrighteousness, and he set me free, because he whom the Son set free is free indeed. So I'm no longer an orphan. I am no longer rejected. How can I say I am accepted in the beloved? Hallelujah, because I've been adopted into the family of God. And if you have received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I want you to know you don't have nothing to cry about. Mama may be gone. Daddy might be gone. Glory be to God. You might be alone right now. Hallelujah. And the enemy has lied to you and made you feel that nobody loves you and nobody wants you and you are not desired. But I serve notice on the devil tonight that Satan is still a liar. He's still a liar and the father of lies. You are accepted in the beloved. If you've been washed in the blood of the Lamb, you have been redeemed by the precious blood of Jesus. Your sins have been forgiven. Glory be to God in the highest. And the word of God says in 2 Corinthians 5 and 17, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. 
old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. You are not who you used to be. Glory be to God in the highest. You are a new creation in Christ Jesus. And the word of the Lord tells us in the book of Isaiah, the 43rd chapter, beginning at the 18th verse, and it says, Remember ye not the former things, neither consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Good God Almighty, now it will spring forth. Shall ye not know it? God said, I'm not going to do it tomorrow. I'm not going to do it next week. I'm not going to do it next month. I'm not going to do it next year. He said, now it's going to spring forth. Good God Almighty. Hallelujah. He said, hallelujah. Shall ye not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. God said, I'm going to provide for you because my name is Jehovah Jireh. But you can call me Abba Father, Daddy. Glory be to God in the highest. That was a word that was not in my vocabulary. I was never able to call somebody Daddy. But I learned. When I received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, that the middle wall of petition was rent from top to bottom, and I now have access to the throne of grace and mercy, and I can come before the King of kings and the Lord of lords and cry, Abba, Father, get God Almighty, my daddy loves me. I am no longer a reject. Glory be to God in the highest. I want you to know that somebody loves you. Glory be to God in the highest. His name is Jesus, the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. And because of what Jesus did, on Calvary's cross. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. How he suffered, bled, and died. Hallelujah. He was crucified, and he was buried in a borrowed tomb. He descended into hell. He took the keys of death, hell, and the grave from old Satan, old Slewfoot, and he led captivity captive. And on the third day, he rose with all power in his hand. Get God Almighty. We serve a mighty God. Hallelujah. There is nobody like our God. There is none to compare to him. There is none like him. He is good. Glory be to God in everything that he made was good. And so I give him praise tonight. I give him praise because I'm accepted in the beloved. I'm no longer downtrodden, no longer rejected, no longer depressed, because I know who I am. But more importantly, I know whose I am. I am accepted in the beloved. I belong to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory be to God in the highest. We read the forty-first chapter, forty-third chapter of Isaiah, the first verse it says, "But now, thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee; I have called thee by thy name. Thou art mine." That's Isaiah 43 and 1. You have been accepted in the beloved. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Ephesians 1 and 5 says, Having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. Glory be to God. We are now accepted in the beloved. Hallelujah. 
Oh, what manner of love is this that the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Hallelujah! Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Through the foreknowledge of God and because of his great love for us, all believers, all Gentile believers, have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba, Father, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life. So, beloved, you are now accepted in the beloved. You are no longer rejected. Let me tell you something. So you don't have to look for substitutes no more to fulfill your unmet need. Hallelujah. You see, Jesus Christ became our substitute when he took our place on Calvary's cross. One time I had a dream, and the Lord showed me a stack of people. There was a pile of people, and the pile was high, piled high up to the to the sky, and uh, the people were smashed like wrecked cars. You know how they take old cars to the wrecker and they crush them. The people were crushed, and they were just stacked up on top of one another, just stacked up all the way to the sky. And I was at the top of that pile. And the Lord showed me this, was looking down, and I saw Jesus coming around the corner. And he looked up there at me, and he said, come from up there. You don't belong there. And immediately, I was on the ground following behind him. You see, this is how we do people. We put them on the trash pile of life, like old cars that have gone to the crusher. But these are people, and they have souls. Glory be to God. And we call them outcasts and rejects. And maybe, you know, maybe they embrace that uh, 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 philosophy because maybe that person is an alcoholic or a drug addict, or maybe that person has experienced uh, tremendous pain and sorrow that they don't seem to be able to recover from. And we, instead of trying to help them, we, we push them away, trash pile of life. But I served notice on the devil tonight that God didn't make no junk. He didn't make any junk. The Bible said everything God made, when he looked at it, he said, it is good. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And so instead of putting people on the trash pile of life, we need to embrace them and let them know that they are loved. You see, I was once rejected, but now because of what Christ did on that cross for me, I am no longer rejected, but I am accepted in the beloved. And if you have received Jesus Christ, as your Lord and Savior, and have repented of your sins and been forgiven, you are no longer an orphan. You are no longer rejected. You are no longer an outcast. You are accepted in the beloved. Shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. Glory be to God in the highest. That's good news. That's good news. So somebody, you can put your drink down tonight because you won't need another drop after this. You can put that needle down because you won't need another shot. You won't have to stick yourself again after this. You can put down whatever substance you are using to try to 
alleviate your hurt and your pain. And what I found out is that none of it works. It's all temporary. When the pain comes back, it will always be greater. Glory be to God. When that substance that you use and wears off, whether it be drugs, cocaine, heroin, uh, uh, sex, uh, 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 alcohol, whatever it is that you use, and when that substance wears off, the pain, when it comes back, will have intensified. So that means it's, it's not working. It's not working. Because what you're trying to do, you're trying to kill the pain, and it's not working. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. If you want to be accepted in the beloved, all you have to do is repent of your sins and believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Hallelujah. That he came in the flesh that he was crucified, and that he rose on the third day. And he is now seated at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for you and I. Hallelujah. And he is coming back again. He is coming to get his children. He's coming for us. He did not leave us here. Hallelujah. Without the comfort of knowing, he'll be back. He's coming back to take us out of this place. So you who are listening to the sound of my voice tonight, and you have repented of your sins, and you have received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you are no longer an outcast. You are no longer a reject, you are adopted. And because you have been adopted, you are accepted in the beloved. Glory be to God in the highest. And you are a part of the family of God. Thank you, Jesus. And we give you praise. And God has made some promises. So I encourage you to get into his word and see what those promises are. But in Jeremiah chapter 30 and 17, he promised to restore health unto you and to heal you of your wounds. There is a balm in Gilead, and his name is Jesus. He will cleanse and heal your wounds. Glory be to God in the highest. Thank you, Jesus. You know, I think that we forget sometimes that Jesus was rejected. You know, the enemy tries to make us believe that nobody knows what it feels like, what you're going through. But I want to read this to you before I close. It's from Isaiah 53. It says, he is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our grief and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised. That word means crushed. He was crushed for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. 
we have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord have laid on him the iniquity of us all. Good God Almighty. You see, Jesus paid it all. For he was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter and as a sheep before her shearers is dumb, so he openeth not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment, and who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living, for the transgression of my people was he stricken. And he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death, because he had done no violence, neither was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it pleased the Lord to crush him. He has put him to grief when he shall make his soul an offering for sin. He shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hands. Glory be to God in the highest. And he bare the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressors. Glory be to God. Oh, yes. If you are born again, you are accepted in the beloved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You need to call somebody and say, I am no longer an orphan, a rejected orphan. I am no longer. That's not who I am. I am accepted in the beloved. Man might reject me, but I am accepted in the beloved because of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. This is Evangelist Janet Taylor, your hostess from Walls of Fire Deliverance Ministry International. I pray that this message has blessed you as it has me. The enemy tried to cut us off tonight. He did not want you to hear this message. This was tailor-made for somebody listening under the sound of my voice tonight. Glory be to God. You can take off your beggar's clothes tonight. Glory be to God. You no longer have to be downtrodden and feel sorry for yourself. You're not a reject. You are not an orphan. You are accepted in the beloved. Hallelujah. And I want to close with reminding you, hallelujah, what Mordecai did for Esther. It says, hallelujah. And he brought up Hadassah, that is Esther, his uncle's daughter. Oh, she got for she had neither father nor mother, and the maid was fair and beautiful, whom Mordecai, when her father and mother were dead, took her for his own daughter. We are accepted in the beloved. Hallelujah. Glory be to God in the highest. You can rejoice tonight. I don't know about you, but I got joy. I got joy, hallelujah, because I have been adopted into the family of God, and I am accepted in the beloved, and you are too if you are born again. This is your hostess, Evangelist Janet Taylor, coming to you live tonight from Walls of Fire Deliverance Ministry International. Hallelujah. If you've been blessed by this message, you can sow a seed by PayPal or by Zelle using this email address for the ID, 
jet245 at msn.com. You are invited to join us Monday through Saturday at 12 noon for one hour and on Sunday night at 8 p.m. for one hour Eastern Standard Time for the sweet hour of prayer. Come and let us pray together for one another and for our nation. The phone number is 425-436-6333, and the access code is 716-5050. That is 716-5050, followed by the pound sign. Hallelujah. I pray that this message has blessed you and that yet that you know that you are accepted in the beloved. Hallelujah. With uplifted hands, now the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do his will, working in you that which is well-pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. God bless you. This is your hostess, Evangelist Janet Taylor, closing with these words. You are accepted in the beloved. You have been adopted. May God bless you. You all. Good night.